With each passing year, the profession of cooking moves further from its roots as a craft perfected over years by passionate individuals and closer to its demise as a trendy title bestowed upon anyone with a saute pan, a knife, and a YouTube channel. While the industry fades into obscurity, few legends remain who can tell the tales of decades behind a stove. Even fewer who have made deep impact on their community through a commitment to their roots. Rodolfo Castellanos is one of them. Although you may find his name listed in the ranks of Top Chef alum, Rodolfo is anything but celebrity chef. His work skillfully crafting the products of his region into creations which tell the story of their place show the wisdom of a cook who has used his origins as the driving factor for his evolution so as to not lose sight of his past. Today on Cocina Pirata Podcast, Rodolfo joins me to discuss the value of evolution and the necessity of fostering growth in future generations to preserve heritage in a world which is losing its grip on its past. Contra la muerte, nosotros demandamos vida. Contra el silencio, exigimos la palabra y el respeto. Contra el olvido, la memoria. Contra la humillación y el desprecio, la dignidad. Contra la opresión, la rebeldía. Contra la esclavitud, la libertad. Contra la imposición, la democracia. Y contra el crimen, la justicia. I'm a pro. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> How's it going, brother? How are you doing? Yeah, that's the cue now. I've gotten a little bit better at this thing over time. Um, uh, this is like my my seventh one, and I'm I'm winging it here. I'm doing it as I go. So <laughs> nice. Well, uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, you know, uh, I'm living the dream at the restaurant yeah. right now. Uh, getting better every single day. Uh, it's getting more uh, people, and, and there's a lot more people coming. Every every day, I guess it's the season, and yeah. the, the mood is changing. When we're like getting closer to to Semana Santa, to holidays, you know, it's more relaxed. The heat is is bringing a lot more attention from tourists. And then, I guess with with the vaccine and the test and everything, it's it's putting people like uh, in a safe spot right now. I don't know how safe it's, it's to be to you know going out. Uh, but I mean, uh, business is getting better. Uh, we're paying uh, a few bills uh, uh, more and more. So yeah, Sick. it's a uh, sort of survival mode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the 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 good side coming out of this. No, like the coming back around at a good time of your. You guys get a pretty good flux during Semana Santa as well. Like I know in Puerto Escondido, it's madness. So yeah, you guys have madness, a lot of people. Uh, Yes, we, we do have a lot of people. Uh, I guess uh, we will have a few events going on. Not necessarily like uh, massive events. Everything is still canceled. Um, and I guess we, we have visitors. We, there's people coming more and more, even uh, like Mexican tourists, from, like either from Puebla, from Mexico City, from Monterrey, from Tijuana, Cancun. There is a lot going on like uh, right now. I mean, like I have traveled like a couple of times. I, I'm sure you saw it too that all the fucking planes are packed. Yeah, man. It's crazy. I'm, right now, Mexico is getting flooded. There's a couple of reasons why. I guess Oaxaca specifically, because Oaxaca, like, once again, has won the best place in one of the best places in the world to eat and one of the best places in the world to travel. And also because now the Americans have been getting paid uh, more than <laughs> they did when they were working. So they're traveling now a lot. No? Do you think that this year... 
in Puerto Escondido, actually, I think that more people came during COVID than before COVID, for before, example, it was flux. Did you feel I the same? For, yeah, like, I, I wish I wish we, we had that same uh, answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, like, uh, for example, in I hear that in Valle de Guadalupe or Ensenada, they, they had better sales and better uh, occupancy during COVID than, than they used to. Like, last year, for example, they were, like, better <laughs> it's crazy i think the process, process is different but like i mean like now we're seeing it and, and then like all this uh last week for example we had like a, an amazing performance uh with people reservations and we still located in some spot that we don't attract like the rest of the people that it goes up here like towards santo domingo and that but yeah. like the, the people that come here, it's always uh, like two reservations or recommendations. So we're still having that same that same market. And we like that to be more aware for who's coming and controlling reservations and keeping distances and respecting protocols and stuff. But like at, at least the, the thing is moving. Yeah, that's a super... Uh... That's a super good aspect of, of Orihan, no? It's like a little bit tucked away and hidden so you know who's coming at night and people aren't just walking it off the street. So it's kind of nice that way, no? Yeah, yeah, it is. And you it just... Is. And um, uh, I saw Javier was just there. So he's coming from from the the the, the maestro of, of Baja is coming there. So that looked like a really cool event. What did you guys get into there? You were, He was making some, some mezcal for some like specific mezcal, no? I guess he's making uh, his uh, own uh, pechuga recipe with uh, Gracias a Dios Mezcal. So, uh, I mean, like, uh, Javier, you know him, and, and he's, like, all over the place and yeah. with his uh, places in Baja and everything. Like, Mezcal moves like crazy. So, I guess, finally, he decided to, to go to his own line. I don't know what's the agreement or the deal that he did with uh, Gracias a Dios, but it's really cool that he's, you know, flying specifically to Oaxaca to to get that uh, yeah. like craft for, for him and his company. And he also came here to spend some time off with uh, with his family, with his kids. Sick. So that's also really, really nice for, for people that decide to come to Oaxaca and spend like a whole week. Yeah, you've got to do some Oaxaca love. I think you have to do it that I think you have to do it that way, no? You have to do it you have to do at least a week there to get out of the city and not just I think a lot of people come there and just do the the Zoka, do like the kind of Zocalo vibe and maybe like jump on a bus yeah. but really getting outside I think that Oaxaca is more at least for me it's more of a feeling than a than a place, no? It's uh, more of an essence yeah. than a place and you can gather some of it in town for sure but to get outside is really beautiful, I think. Yeah, it is. And also staying outside of, of the city, it's always nice. I mean, you have uh, a lot of places, but I guess uh, also that it's getting better with uh, hotels or places to stay or houses right now to to stay in San Agustin, to stay in Tlacolula, to stay in Mitla, to stay in other places that are not the city. And that's the way you feel more and more, uh, you said it, the, the essence of, of Oaxaca and the people and the traditional way of making things not necessarily for us building a strategy around like how we're going to receive the the customers you know yeah. trying to get everything perfect and, and set up and then it's just going to like uh, people's houses and and you get that 
that be, there is no comparison with with a restaurant experience in the city, and that's uh, the beauty about about getting out. Just half an hour, an hour driving, you're there. You're in you're in the campo. You're in 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 a town that has got a lot of a lot of things to to offer, like uh, the artesanos, the mezcal, the mercados, everything. It's it's really really nice, and that's how you get more uh, into the Oaxacan the Oaxacan essence. Yeah, yeah, and it's easy. To, it's also easy to get caught up in town, especially like just every i mean there's so much there's so much beauty happening there and there is a lot of culture and and it's really nice that you guys are trying to tell the story there as much as possible but i remember like you know the when i when i was staying there the first times i started to go outside and i went to Teotitlan and Mil, in in midla and yorbe alagua then i really felt like ah this is a f- a big place i think when i talk to people from the outside even people that know about mexico and know about oaxaca they think oaxaca is a city like they think it's one place, no? And it's it, of course, yeah. of course, that's what put it on the map. But it's a, a, a to me, it's one of the most diverse places in the world. One of the most diverse microclimates. One of the most from town to town, you can find so many different things. And I think it's because of the ancestry, no? Because of the 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 ancestral knowledge that's that stayed through generations. That, that keeps us alive. And then said it from uh, friends, uh, Javier. In this case, it's like. In some point, after three, four days in Oaxaca City, you get not, not necessarily tired, but you get to see pretty much the same with different colors and different faces. But like, I mean, the essence of restaurants or we, we got to offer like basically the same, uh, uh, we got the same offering into our menus and, and you also want something different. And especially if it is more authentic and if there is in a town or with a family, or in this case, him him that, that spends some time with a mezcaleros family is, is what you really want to what you really want to to know and to get to, in your experience. I see you've been going to I see you've been going to, to Baja a lot and and lately. No, you've been going to the Baja Peninsula a lot, and I have some news for you. And I wonder, are you planning on 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 doing something there at some point? Yeah, uh, we're opening a, like an organic farm. Basically, that does exist uh, already in uh, Pescadero, very close to Todos Santos in, in Los Cabos. I mean, we're between Los Cabos and, and La Paz, which is the capital of uh, Baja California Sur. Uh, there is this friend that is uh, un restaurantero uh, from 20 years in, in Mexico. He, he came in the early 90s, 80s to, to establish into, into Cabo. And he opened a Mexican restaurant. A German guy opened a Mexican <laughs> restaurant with his wife. His wife Sick. is Mexican, though, and, he, and she's a, a cook. And, and they basically developed this concept of Mexican restaurant, classic, a lot of like uh, vibing colors, uh, traditional Mexican food with uh, an adaptation to the customers, which is or the public in Cabo. It's basically gringos, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they they had a lot of uh, success. They basically downtown Cabo San Lucas and downtown uh, San Jose del Cabo. But like uh, during this uh, season or during COVID and the last few years, like, I mean, their numbers dropped down a little bit. The concept starts like to be not necessarily old, but like they needed something new, some, uh, 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 some refreshment. And 
that's part of the project, but not, not right now. But what is happening right now with all the organic farms and people want it to go away, what, what we're talking about right now, but in Cabo. So yeah. this is a perfect place that you go and then you spend some, some time outside of, the, outside of the, the city, the resorts, and then you go and spend some time in the farm. And basically, we're developing menu and part of the concept. Uh, it's it's you know inspired in, in all the product from the farm, uh, gallinas, uh, all the greens that you can get. They're beautiful tomatoes. I mean, like all the product from from Baja, uh, especially the organic farms. They they have a lot a lot to offer. And then if you can that there is seafood and then communities that they grow. I know goats, uh, lambs, porks. It, it, it's a it's a really Tempting um, offer uh, for for a cook. So well, when I visit this place, I just I just fall in love and say like, yeah, fuck, I'm staying here. <laughs> well, I'm super happy to hear that because I have a something I haven't told you yet, but I'm uh, me and my wife are moving to to uh, Baja in in the fall. We're gonna be there in October. Oh, nice. Actually, we're we're looking at land right now in Pescadero, like specifically because we know it's farm okay. there. We'll yeah. Be Sick. I, I have all the contacts you want if if, if it's the case. Yeah. I mean, there's people that it's it's, it's buying land and, and these guys they have uh, a lot of uh, property. They they actually developing something from uh, to for houses and stuff. You're like I don't know how like a mile away from the sea. Yeah. It's not like on the side seaside, but it's like a couple blocks. Uh, to the beach so yeah we it's, found it's beautiful it. it's quiet it's really nice the drive it's super cool it's beautiful out there the weather it's, it gets hot really really bad in may and then you have this uh think of the huracanes in agosto september yeah but the rest of the year it's it's really really mellow and and it's really nice and and it's a good it's a good place i mean like i'm thinking about it really really strong to move there and then just come to oaxaca and, and oversee Check in. like origin and and the projects uh here yeah but the thing is like uh they're like uh i guess i guess for the kids it's it's a beautiful way for like you know growing and, and just being outside for sure that's why we're moving too man puerto escondido is just is turning you know of uh, uh, in general how puerto escondido is now and in in during COVID it, it really exploded um and kind of not in the way that it that that's that's good for the community. I don't think, uh, I, we're, we're going to, I'm going to keep my nonprofit there and I'm, I'm opening another concept inside my wife's, uh, hostel there. And so, and she's going to keep the, the hotel, uh, hostel one love. Um, but we just want to be somewhere that's more connected. Really. I feel I moved to Puerto Escondido to get away from this bullshit kind of, and it's, now it's coming and and, and, <laughs> and and I just feel like like it's good to hear what you're saying about you no know, for example Pescadero and in Todos Santos this area because this for me is why we started looking there because really where I want to be is in Cabo Pulmo away from fucking everything in this beautiful eco resort but of course we have to have some we have to have some community a bit to raise the kid in the beginning so uh, Pescadero like it just seems connected no it seems like Todos Santos the style of living. The style of living, and, and especially Javier, like Javier is a, a, a legend of a guy, a legend of a cook. And just the way he lives, he doesn't give a fuck, no? He's really just there to have a good time and support the community. And that's who I want to be around and how I want to continue to, to raise uh, my kid and, and how I want to build my life, no? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like for me, like this project, uh, like basically 
uh, wake some feeling that you you're not thinking about it, but you always wanted to do right. It's like uh, just go back to the basics, back to the roots, scoop whatever you want, do whatever you want, and then offer offer part of your job, but also getting that part back to your person because you know in the in the kitchen uh, in the, in this industry we're just moving around like uh, being part of events and things that it's it's all the time for people or for the restaurant but never it's for ourselves yeah. so like with family with the kids and everything you have to be you know straight in, in your mind too to to keep doing this because i mean it's not over yet we, we still a lot of years um, yeah in front so we need to we need to we need to live yeah. And that's the thing that's, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons you, I mean, you worked in California, you've worked in a lot of places, you know how it is, especially, I mean, and, and you have a restaurant that I'm sure can become a machine and inside that machine, like I was having this conversation recently with somebody too, is like awards and accolade, all the, it's kind of meaningless bullshit. No, but you need to play a role in that in order to succeed yeah. in the business, if that's what you choose to be part of. But now it seems like there's coming another wave of ways to live without playing entirely inside that realm, no? And so really that's what I want to figure out because I feel like a lot of me got drained through that through that process. Like a lot of my soul yeah. has been sucked by this industry, no? Yeah, actually, actually, that's exactly what we were talking about with, with Javier. And, and there is a lot more cooks that they are also moving there like by now yeah and, and they're also starting new projects because maybe that will uh, happen something similar to Puerto Escondido in a few years in, in Baja too so we gotta move to fucking Sayulita or somewhere else. Yeah, we just keep trying it's, to stay to, to the desert yeah we'll try yeah. to stay uh, like with our own like philosophy and and then uh, try to do the same, but not with that craziness that it's it's part of it's part of the package. I guess we we faced that that we were we had a piece of of this in in a way in some point with with the restaurant, especially here at Origen. But I guess it's time to to move, not necessarily hundred percent for what we had, because also I guess you need some support to. To move and to live and to just uh, uh, keep keep going and thinking about kids' education and bullshit that I mean, not necessarily <laughs> have to think about right now. No, all that all will the, come. I mean, yeah, will come to 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 see to see all those things. So basically, our idea to move it is yeah, the kids, hundred percent, the family, and stay healthy away and not that crazy as as we used to move here. In, in the regular basis before COVID, I guess. So, I think that uh, that was think, a good time of reflection. For yeah, sure. I think that I think that, like you said, like of course, all of the coastal. One of the reasons I started De La Costa as a nonprofit was like to kind of bring attention to the fact that specifically the coasts of Mexico are usually swollen very rapidly. Like when a place becomes hot, it's hot and it blows up, and no one gives a fuck about it. Look at. Tulum, the entire Yucatan Peninsula, with the exception of Merida, right? Es essentially, yeah, and so yeah. I, and so I think that one of the things that's important for me to always keep in my mind is that, especially now that cooking is cool, and that's one of the things that drives culture in a lot of these places, is that we have a huge responsibility to take care of those things, and I find yeah. that not enough 
cooks. I think it's because there's cooks in each place that really care about it, but there's not enough in each place. There's not enough cooks who care about the, the, um, the maintenance of culture in each place. So maybe there's one or two. I think that if enough of them can come together in one place, it's possible that they can, that they can stop this, this madness that's going on. And that's one of the reasons it's important for, you know, for us to have this conversation and, and put it out into the airwaves and also for us to come together, you know, like you and Javier and, and, and whatever's going to happen there in, 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 in Baja is going to happen. And hopefully we'll be able to be part of really putting our foot in front of the bullshit that's, that's bound to come. To, to make some difference in that perception because for, yeah, you said it, for many cooks, it's just a job and then they just come and, and that's a lack of uh, cooks. Uh, one of the, like, the more important uh, reasons or one, one of the, una de las cosas que más hace falta, it's, it's cooks in, yeah. in Baja and, and, and responsible uh, people that they, they, they take the kitchen and this craft like seriously, you know, and then for, for them, it's just like to move for one or two bucks to the neighbor and what happens everywhere. What do yeah. you do? We cultivate and then we plant this, uh, this seed of like making good cooks that care that, uh, that they learn, uh, in a, in a good way, all the processes, not necessarily for like fancy or like different aspirations. It's always, everything goes back to basics all the time. So it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to, to do with the community. And that's always a reason that it will keep you one step forward all the time to be giving back to people all the time, to the community, to the soil, to the, I mean, to everywhere, give something all the time, and that's kind of cool that your 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 first step into that realm was actually a farm and not just like going there and putting a fucking restaurant up. And because this is the other thing that like shifted for me, and the reason why I went to Puerto Escondido is because I found that like as cooks, especially in a city, as as a chef, the way you write a menu is you think of an idea, and then you and then you figure out how to pull all of those things from every different part of the world in so that you can create that dish. And not enough, we look like okay, this is the farm. The farm is there. This is all we're gonna use. Like the things are in place. This is how we're gonna create. So this is cool to to lead. And also you have um you have something with with uh in Oaxaca, no? Like with Tres Catorce, you work with those guys as well? Or is that partially yes, your project? I'm, I'm working, I mean like uh first of all we're we're great friends and they started the project like basically one or two years after we, we started. Like they, they should have like eight years at least with us and that, that was uh, one of the greatest news when I came here and then finding this type of product. Uh, from people that care about uh, how it's grown, like uh, they, they say, origen se importa, which is connected <laughs> with, with us really, really well. And we're working with them all the time. We're doing events. Actually, we have a yoga event uh, this uh, this Sunday. I saw that. So it's a, it's a practice that uh, it's celebrating, you know, La Primavera and, and, a, uh, and an interaction with families that they care about a farm uh, or or not necessarily not necessarily one one lifestyle it's just presenting some alternative that it's not just necessarily just to go away uh from the city and just go and eat it just 
uh, we were like uh, building certain activities that connect people with the source all the time. So it's important for kids to have that. It's important for families to get away and it's important for for the people to do something. And yoga, it's a practice that, that, that I love and it's basically not necessarily changing my mind or putting my mind together. Are you doing, you're doing yoga? Perspective. You're doing I'm yoga doing, now? I started like practice like, like a year, year and a half ago. My Sick. wife is a, it's a, it's a yoga teacher. And, and, and the first I, I have been always like exercises and, and doing something. I swim a lot and I jog, uh, but yoga, it was some sort of like a practice that I used to do, but like unconsciously, unconsciously, uh, I was like stretching and doing my things. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. The, the idea was like connecting, breathing, relaxing through exercise. And right now that like my wife um, helped me to put all those things together with a, with a, I don't know, I don't want to say like a technique, but like a, with a vision. Yeah, yeah, and, like a program. A way like you take it uh, like a program. It's not necessarily that because you take it as, as you interpret it in your person. So I, that's the part that I like the most to do it in my own rhythm, like knowing my own body, my own weight, my own, yeah. um, what I'm eating, uh, my habits, good ones and bad ones, and recognizing myself into, into a mirror and, and, and trying to discover in all those lacks of uh, discipline, but also uh, the conscience that you have to do with everything that you do in your life. I haven't changed that much, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I so think if you... I, uh, I kind of know now. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I, I mean, I think, that, I think that just being just being aware of yourself is super important. That was a shift exactly. for me. I mean, in my... I've always been... I've always been, like, physically active and physically fit. But, like, I for sure, when I was living in Los Angeles and even before... I mean, I took care... I, I took advantage of all of the fruits that 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 were to bear in Los Angeles you know what i mean as far as like the festivities yeah, yeah. were 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 troubling and the only way out of that is the only way out of that is this kind of connectedness no like this kind of like just waking up in the morning and like making sure for me it's like i wake up in the morning and i take my 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 mineral capsules and i drink at least one bottle of water and at least that connects me and then i now i've started a journal and there's thing and and i slip but Yes, it's a fucking program, man. And yoga's a yoga's a bitch. Yoga is hard, a hard one to like stay connected to because you're like, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, and, and that's part of like the reasons that I want to like. I, I, I'm, I, I don't see myself getting into like that deep into yoga with like you know shifting and changing what it's my my essence because I was built. In something that I really like of myself, I really like for my family and my culture and my body and everything, just surrounded by some some discipline that like basically kept everything together in my own way of uh, interpreting this, and that's that's basically the the best part of like recognizing yourself into some spot that you probably didn't belong before, and then right now it's time to to switch and to change. In, in in many ways, but not, not not necessarily like a drastic change of of uh, of living. You no, know? like I, I might not change some habits that that I have. Like they're not necessarily bad. Yeah. But but, but some there there is some things that, that I really like to do, and I really 
I really appreciate of, of, of our craft and I really enjoy about myself putting into my routine that I don't really want to change because they're, they're good things and that's part of myself. It's part of my person and that's part of Rodolfo that, that, it's, that it's there and, and I, I will not be, you know, like uh, doing seminars or like uh, changing my diet <laughs> that basically or like eating just like grains and herbs and you're not, you know, be, you're, you're, you're not gonna be wearing a white linen suit anytime soon, like all white linen no, with no, like no, chunkless. No, 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 and no, this no is... but I but I watch I watch a lot. Sorry, I watch a lot of like uh, uh, se dicen estos prejuicios. Um, I watch a lot of like things like they they were unnecessarily because of like the ambience and and the world that we, that we move. They they were like very like influential. And, uh, and they were like, you know, see, they were like not necessarily a good influence in into myself because I was pushing myself into some spot that I didn't belong, and I didn't feel comfortable in that. So discovering that part of 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 me, my person, the restaurant, um, myself through through a discipline in this case yoga, it's like the best part of of all this change. Yeah, that's in, that's super important. Like, like there is there there's dark sides of of every human being that I think are super important, and especially in this in this moment of enlightenment, like quote unquote enlightenment that we're in in the world where everybody positivity can be toxic. Also, right, like thinking that you need to change that that you need to change everything. So when I when I started my transformation I was like you know I got I, I got sober for two years and I was like I'm gonna fucking be the nicest guy in the world I'm gonna stop being a dickhead I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just, I'm gonna be overtly someone that I'm not and that was also a toxic and you do have to come to grips with the fact that like look I, I talk the way that I talk and I am kind of an asshole and that's kind of who I am a little bit like I I can I, I don't have to go down a, a, a path oh, of yeah. hatred but I have to have my edge and I have to hold on to who I am so I think it's really cool that you explained that way like yeah you have to like you're not gonna fucking stop drinking mezcal and in 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 having a good time every once in a while because that is you and that's who you are and 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 yeah. you know yeah yeah that's part of a conversation that but i mean it's not that you have to get or do with with the customers but that's part of like how i how i am and 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 that's something that i i present my myself and the restaurant and or offering in terms of like the the offering in into food and and to products but at least I, I know what we're talking about or what we can recommend. And then the moments and, and the friendships that we have been developing, including ourselves, into, into, a, into, a, into a sip. Yeah. Uh, it's, always, it, it's always the things that you have to get. I mean, like all the bullshit and then all the things that they, that they went uh, wrong in, in, some, in some point. Those are experiences that I mean, like they, you have to learn from, from from that too, and you have to put yourself into a spot that that you know you're aware, you're conscious, and and you know what to do, how to react, and how to build and and give back. All when, the time. when you started, to, when you started to realize this, I've only I, I've known you. I think I came in 2015. I think I met you in 2015. So when, mm -hmm. when, 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 I don't know when this started for you, but when this started for you, at least for me, when I started being conscious of myself, the way that I 
operated in my work and in my creativity changed the way I operated with other human beings inside the workplace? Did you see a lot of change um, inside, like creatively and as a leader from, from, from being conscious about yourself? Yeah, it was, it was more, say, say, yeah, like it was more a change, like especially like an internal change for myself, accept, accepting things that I didn't want it to and, and just watching other ones that they were like really heavy for some reason and it was absurd and, and really stupid from, from one, on one side. And then working with people, realizing their, like, uh, their talents and then recognizing people through, through their work and through their persons. It was more, uh, more like clear, you know, to, to start like experimenting that into giving to people a lot more that, that I used to give. I was like keeping always something. And I said like, okay, I'm not going to tell this guy this thing because he's going to leave in three months. And then in that moment, I was just, I was just pushing them away in three months, you know, that was my, my time. So everything happened. The reason I was declarating or deciding because I didn't want it. And, and the problem was me, not the other guy. And I started like giving and giving and giving and then not expecting anything. And everything starts like coming back in, in some point with, with my family, with my wife, with my relation, with friends, with things that they were not uh, aware of, like that, that I was working really, really hard and discovering things uh, that, I mean, like uh, for everybody, I guess it, it's just like a fight, you know, an internal fight. Uh, in, in your in your person that you don't want to accept or face until you know you 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 get uh, conscience you read you get surrounded by people that it's always uh, important in in that in that change and then I realized also uh, that we are just in the middle of our age product uh, productivo and healthy and you know that the that the curve it's gonna go <laughs> to waste in, in some point it's gonna get fucked. And then you can fuck other people and then you can throw everything to the garbage in, in some point. And you don't have to do that uh, also. You don't have to walk that line all the time because yeah. I mean it's it's not sustainable either. So no, it's, those, it's either you those sixteen out your pocket, your family or, or you're going somewhere else too those 16 hour days become a little bit difficult after a while. And and it's funny because I think that like the creativity that we like the, the, sorry, the, the industry of, or like the path that we've chose in creativity is somehow fed by this toxic. I have no other word than masculinity to like believe, like you were saying that you started letting go of shit. Like we always have to be better. It, it's so weird no. that what we do and what we do inherently, our mothers did to us to serve us, to make us, there was no competition between like my mom and your mom wouldn't be having a competition on the block to see who made the best fucking macaroni and cheese. Right. But like no, we're no. out here, but we're out here. Like we're essentially cover bands. The majority of cooks are cover bands recreating somebody else's shit and they've got to have a battle. And that's, I felt the same thing, like for, for a long time too, I was the same way. Like I wanted to, you know, I, I didn't want to let shit out because I felt like it was, it was mine and I needed to hold on to it and prove it was mine. And it, when you do that, no one know, no one realized they're like, 
well, fuck you, bro. No one realizes at that point. And when you start to give it out, people are like, what the fuck? Like, I can learn a lot from this guy now. When you open up a little bit and let go of that masculinity and those fucking, I used to think that I needed to work 16 hours a day or else I wasn't doing enough work. And, no, I, and then if you're, if you're working in 16 hours a day, it's, it's in so many other things that those 16, they are like short. You did a lot. In, in, yeah. in some way, you're not necessarily like spending the time in, in inside of a of a kitchen. You're like uh, producing a lot more in in that time that you that you barely knew before. You know, like you say, I have to rush myself and I have to put everything together and do everything on time and then just be ready, aware, and then just tell the other people. And by leading, but uh, that leadership it was more for intimidation and said like, okay, look how I pass. Uh, uh, how how fast I am and, and how good is my sauce and and how many things I did and then you're just fucking wasting your time peeling potatoes and I did that and then 20 other things so that that didn't prove anything but just like a stupid way of thinking because I, I, I was just showing up myself but not necessarily teaching them and then uh, let them improve and be better and realizing that that's probably not his his forte, you know. Yeah, and we were wasting one person who's really really good for the line, and then I have him like a prep, you know. Yeah, they they just need like a confidence and and they need certain like trust in 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 them to to perform uh, the best way, and then you don't realize that until you discover your your own uh, faults, you know. Yeah, because there was some reward, there was some like weird reward between cooks if you could like, I can cook every station, I can fucking do all the prep and cook all the stations, get the fuck out of here. I, this, I, I literally used to tell cooks like when I was on the line, like when I was a chef in Los Angeles. <laughs> I used to I used to tell cooks in Los Angeles to be like get the fuck off the line I'm gonna cook your station and my station and looking back it's like why the fuck did I put myself through that shit man it really didn't prove anything it just made my life harder and uh, that dude at the end of the day didn't learn a goddamn thing right and maybe he wasn't no. cut out for it but maybe there was a better way to handle this situation and and yeah. and for sure it took like a great leveling I mean it was it it was a lot of it's just a lot of ego and I don't get it and that's one of the one of the things that that becomes difficult i don't understand the fucking award systems that we <laughs> that we have in this in this business i don't understand what the qualifications are for them or why why we create this desire for for young cooks i hope how do you you you've got a lot of cooks no you have quite a few cooks in your yeah. kitchen what do you do what do you do to keep them? I mean, how do you communicate with, cause it's in, I've, I've just stripped my, my kitchens down to be just me and one other person. That's how I want to work for the rest of my life. But in a kitchen of your size, like, what do you do? How do you communicate with them? Like, like what is their perspective? Of, what is a young cook's perspective of the, of the world right now in the culinary world? And what do you do to foster a, a brighter future for them with less disappointment and less, and less, I mean, I, I I will answer that question uh, uh, after after this. But like, what it's uh, it's proving myself into facts that my cooks that leave the restaurant they put in their own businesses. They start like baking here because they said, okay, I like it, and I said, okay, let's fucking do bread. You do it. We just like. Uh, Getting better, we check uh, the texture, the crust, uh, fermentation, whatever we want to to work together. But that was more their input in something. So right now, 
I have one guy that he owns a restaurant, two guys that deliver bread to other cafeterias, and they're, they're not working because I, I try to make them more independent, uh, to believe in in their in themselves, and and to just uh, provide tools for them to to get into that uh, goal for for them. So it's always nice to see that he's opening his place. He's got the cafeteria. He's making bread. He's moving with his wife to to put his own uh, his own business. But it, that's that's not my that was not my goal. My goal is like they feel that way all the time working here at, at Origen. So the question is how I motivated and put them together is just realizing that all the things that they need to do, they need to do it right. They need to follow a process. They need to follow a system because that's the way it works. I mean, like it not necessarily for a goal of a, of a, of a price or, or like a recognition for people, how they, how hard or how they, they were, how they well organized uh, they are. It's yeah. just the fact that if you don't do it in that way, which is a process and it's all logic and it's all a whole system that if you don't preserve, pack the things well, label the shit properly and change containers, everything that is really basic, but not necessarily to make you feel stupid when you're not doing it. It's just explaining a reason. So their motivation, it's always learning something new. It's going to the next station it's just having more responsibility and it's not because you're like you know sucking my dick or like being <laughs> nice to chef you know yeah, it's yeah, because yeah. You, 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 your reflection in uh, i mean you're reflected in your work so if you do it it's like okay you you get that guy not the other guy that is just fucking doing nothing or or thinking that we're like putting a lot more uh, responsibilities on on their back so people start like responding and then i i get this feeling all the time that i'm i'm more i i am happier when when i see things on when they get and and propose new things and it is like okay chef uh, you told me to do this but i also did this 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 and that and it's already solved and the thing's clean it's organized and then i'm looking for other things to do and say like okay but we're doing something something good at least and and when people want to move it, they want to move to their own projects or or something which is uh es, es inevitable que ellos se, se quieran quedar aquí toda la vida sí. so there's people that they, they want to stay and if they want to stay they're still growing you know and, yeah, and that's yeah. part of like the reasons that people feel you know connected to to our way of of, of doing things we have many restaurants we work with the same product all the time we have the same market, the same vendors, the same product purveyors, but we're still doing something different, and not necessarily is what you see in the in the dishes. It's what it's inside or or family, and and I switch also to 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 the way that our goal and the reason for being active and productive is the people that it's inside. It's our staff. It's our people. It's it's a human being that it's inside this this box and this family and then we're co uh, i mean we're working together 12 16 14 many hours depending on the on the on the routine that we are at but they are okay they're happy they know that they're doing something with their life and the day that they want to go independent and the day they want to go other place i mean i have cooks that they, they always calling me and say like chef see the no mames era un pendejo 
equipo, yo me quejaba de todo y usted me decía que siguiera adelante, que es, I, I have given books to people, like, say, like, hey, I don't have the answer, just read this book and then you tell me later. And they come like, fuck, dude, like, chef, thank you. And I'm killing it right now in the new restaurant and I'm, I'm a sous chef now and I'm, you know, and, and things like that, that, that to me, it's, it's uh, I mean, I, I, it, that's a pay, you know, at the end of the day, if, if things are working fine, it's because people care. And then I like to to build in people that all the job in the kitchen, all the job in the restaurant, it's important. We split it. I finally split it like all the tips into into the same uh, amount for all the family. Uh, I mean, dishwasher and like manager, they get the same the same amount. And then the responsibilities are like, you're an specialist on, on this. I mean, uh, you're as important as as the chef, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. So that's that's part of the recognition that I mean, with without one guy, without another one, we're we're like fucked, you know. We were nothing. That's always been a a fucking crazy thing to me, man. I love. I started as a dishwasher. Did you go? Did you have you washed dishes? Have you been a dishwasher? Dishwasher, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> in, thousands in, of thousands of thousands of dishes, yeah. And in really in it, and in and unless you've been especially a especially when the fucking dishwasher didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I and I and and I love washing dishes because when you wash dishes, you realize how fucking important washing dishes. Washing dishes is more important than me putting food on the plate, almost because you could just throw some shit on a plate and put it in the microwave uh, and send it out to the fucking any table. Of the cooks, any of the cooks are they, they they're like crying when, when the dishwasher is not here. I have four guys in the kitchen and all those four they're washing dishes that one person normally do that. When he washes dishes, the he he oversees the, the bathroom, he takes the garbage away, he cleans like once in a while outside and then he comes back and washes the other part of the of the dishes. Everything is set, everything is clean, everything's dry, everything is perfect in the bathroom for one person. So when that guy is not coming, everybody's like, fuck, where is that known for, you know? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I love that shit. I'm the best fucking dishwasher in the world, bro. Fuck, the, this, we, yeah. need wor- we, we, need a, we need a world's 50 best dis- dishwasher I, I, list, no? <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> well, I mean, like, those, those two guys, and then that's probably the, the best example I have in, in, in the restaurant, that those two guys, the morning guy and the night guy, they are, like, the most important people because... Everything's clean. Everything is on the place. Everything needs changed, wrapped, uh, uh, washed, take care of, and then they still doing like the plants and they they still like uh, uh, cleaning other things. They packing like they are like I mean they're they're doing this, bro. Sick. Like, yeah. Or, fuck so, yeah. Oh, hold on. They're doing all that in in, in his time off, you know. Like oh oh well. Yeah. This is beautiful. Hold on. Look at this. This is the roof. You know, you know this Sick. part. Sick. Yes, this, dude. Like a corn, like this lamp. Sick. All that decoration, that little tree. God, that shit this. So this guy does that. And he's <laughs> a cleaning guy. He's yeah. like fucking my, my decorator here. And it's so funny I'm, because I'm, it's funny because there's in, in his time off. Dude. That's sick. I love that. It's funny because there's also like OG dishwashers who never want to. Like I've had dishwashers. I had dishwashers in Los Angeles who don't want to ever cook. They're like, I'll help you prep shit, but I'm gonna stay here. Like this is what I want to do. Yeah. And I love that shit. That's dedication. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what we need. Man. I have a I have a a major problem. 
And I think in, in the industry in general, we have a major problem with, with, with young cooks, no? It's, it's very difficult to get them to be dedicated to not like, you know, having a fucking 10,000 Instagram following right away or not having, I mean, it, it took me, where did you, st- where did you start? Where, when did, did you start? You started cooking in Oaxaca and you went to culinary school and you went to yeah, California. My mom's, so my mom, actually this, these two kids, they were raised by my mom too. So we were like three kids back in the day in Oaxaca. Basically, it was rough for, for them because their families in the little town they didn't have access or to, to enough food. They have like eight brothers and sisters like uh, running around a town with like one or two tortillas. That was really sad. So their parents, they took them to Oaxaca into families and giving kids away. So... Uh, I have these two guys that are like my little brothers. We grew up together, but learning from from my mom in his uh, in her cocina economica. So yeah, of course that's the way I started, like cleaning, washing, uh, going to the market, to the molino, doing the cashier, like washing again, like uh, barriendo, trapeando, cleaning the car, everything that it was. But it was useful and, and helpful for, for my family. I did all that and then I never I never got the like the feeling that, that I was not like the person to peel a potato. You know, it's like okay, your turn is to peel potatoes right now. I was doing it all all the time. So um, I, when I went into culinary school, I was like, like this guy never hold a knife before, you know, like my neighbor, like the other classes, my classmates, like, dude, that's a knife. And you hold it like that. You know? <laughs> and it was really, it was really easy, easy for me. Like the practice, you know, in the kitchen, it was like moving with like the logics that I, that I learned when I was a kid, you know, like putting all these things together, you have to dry the dishes, let them, uh, let, let soak the beans and things that they, they seem like really stupid and, and basic, but if you don't learn it from the basic, 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 you're you're done. That's the most. So these guys, the the system uh, of working that they have is is exactly the same that I learned. So I, I'm very happy because we are three people inside one same place with the same goal of of making the best of everything. That's fucking very rare. And yeah, it is. It is yeah, the it's most very Im- rare, man. <laughs> and it's the most important thing. Like a dr- Like I try to explain drying a dish, for example, and why there cannot be even a spot of water on a dish. And people don't understand. Like it's not about. And a lot of cooks don't understand it either. And a lot of cooks don't understand how to hold their knife or cut things right. And that it, and they think that they can skip it. I have cooks that come in and ask about fucking fermentation before they can even julienne or uh, not that a specific knife cut is very important, but whatever. And, and the reason why is not because you might julienne, uh, might need to julienne. The, the reason is, is, is restraint and focus and understanding that things need to be neat and in their place. Because when you're moving around very quickly and high volume, and there's a ton of moving things, things need to be where the fuck they need to be and they need to be clean and ready to go. And that's the most important thing that I think we're missing. You know, it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of fucking crazy. I wonder what it's going to look like in, in five to 10 years in this in this industry, yeah, I mean, man. Like if, we, if we get educated by people that didn't care before, they don't care in the future, and then they will teach that way. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, the, skipping, the skipping thing is really, really a bad thing that is happening right now with young But you cooks. can't, but also because it's because also... Because they think pro- that they did enough already for, like, fucking two shifts. Come on. 
Like, yeah. okay, I want to switch or like I'm, I'm doing my externship and I'm a mustache and I already did the salad for like a week and I went to most main stations. And then you have to, to clean thousands of kilos of mushrooms before you even touch a fucking piece of meat, you know? Yeah, and the, and, and the, the, the part that I don't see is like, I got lucky, you know, I have Mitzi who works with me and she was 17 when she came and started working with me and she had no fucking idea. She didn't know, like Food and Wine magazine came to write and she was like, I told her that they were coming and she was like, uh, I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't really, she doesn't give a fuck about any of that shit at all. Like, and she just gets it and she puts her head down and works and that's what we're missing because uh, you don't see in kitchens anymore, like 14 year old kids washing dishes. You don't see that. And that's like where, that's like the real fucking cooks. That's where the real cooks come from. The real cooks who really do shit come from that. Not like eight, not like, you know, now there's 18, 19, 20 year old kids going to culinary school for two years and getting out and getting a sous chef position. And it's like, dude, you have a lot of hard years ahead of you. When, and, and I think, and, and you know, I think that that's one of the reasons why specifically in many places like the United States, COVID was such a fucking crisis because so many people were so over-invested in people that didn't know how to manage restaurants. And the profit margins are a little bit absurd. Like they shouldn't be operating in five to 10, 10% profit margins unless they're drastically over-invested in their process and they don't know how to manage. And so I think that we yeah. lost a generation of, of working cooks. Also, like, you know, I can speak from firsthand experience in Los Angeles, for example, the, the, the salary gap is ridiculous. And generally the chef who's making six figures is not actually soaking up any of that labor. Of He's just animals. getting paid the, and then there's three cooks. He could hire, you could hire three cooks in his place, but more, you could probably have higher fucking five cooks in his place oh, and get yeah, more work done. Cooks. And so yeah. I didn't, so that's one of the things that I hope really happens because, you know, maybe we're on the, on the last generation of, of really like tried and true cooks. I, I fucking, I, I, I hope it comes, uh, and, and man. All that, all that philosophy and, and repetition of, of doing things, again and again and again, that's what it makes you craft better. You can invest some time doing one thing many, many times, but actually when you get into a spot that you really need that skill or you really need that, that part of, uh, of the, of the dogs like cover, you will never regret like a uh, minute that you spend doing it for years, you know? Yeah. You will solve things. You will have the perfect answer. You will do exactly the same, uh, exactly the the thing that you needed to do, because that comes with experience and repetition and and knowledge and 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 getting your hands uh, dirty if you want. You know, like how 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 I'll be complaining about peeling this thing or like just working this station for years or like. Having that same fucking dish over and over, and why I have to cook chicken and all the time, you know, and that, fish. And that's when you, you become an expert, man. And that's when you find out when if, and that's how you found out if you really love it. I think we're gonna end yeah. up with a lot. We're gonna end up with a lot of kids that are like 35, 40 years old, and like, fuck this shit. I don't want to cook anymore. I need to get a job doing fucking of, like, social like media I marketing. Want to the floor, man. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> where the fucking books are like. That, that we we have faced that for sure, like with people in in our uh, in our path that they have been moving 
where the money is or where this money is supposed to to be because i mean like people want to travel people want to have this fucking new iphone people want to write it nicest or print the fucking uh the cloth before getting the source of that shit yes yeah. and then the other ones they come they come along and then they come with the time and they will come with experience and and yeah it's it's something that about love that uh, patience is one of the of the requirements of of that uh of, of this craft i guess and I see a lot of people, <clears throat> I see a lot of these young kids also on, on the internet, like this hashtag chef life shit, like bitching about, <laughs> complaining about it. Also, I've never once in a, a day in my life, we're talking about it being stressful and long and a pain in the ass, all that right now, like in candor, but I've never once bitched. I, I signed up for it. Like I'm not, I don't, I, I signed no. up for that shit. So you I'm never going to complain it, about that's it. That's it. That was it. And then uh, the, that was like the best price, uh, like a cold beer was sold in it, all that for the next day and the next day and the next day. But like pitching, it's, 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 it's something that it was not in our, in our vocabulary. Like, I, I mean, it was, it was part of like, okay, yes, it was like fucking rough day. Fine. Yeah. Tomorrow <laughs> it's going to be even worse. So uh, I'm, I'm still here, man. Yeah. Word up, man. Well, hey, we've been at it for an hour and I'm sure you've got service to get to. No, you're you're busy. Yeah, soon. You're a busy soon, man. Soon we, we will have something, and I'm I'm super happy to have service these days. <laughs> okay, brother. Well, it's I'm really, gonna. It's really nice to see a good answer and and to see the people like smiling again and then not get worried about. We we'll try to fix uh like the cuts that we did on salaries a year ago. We were like one year uh with with this bullshit. Yeah, it's almost so a fucking year. I'm, huh? I'm trying to to get into that like energy or like in that state of mind that we, we, we it's, it's time to wash all, all that bullshit and then just go back to our situation but not forgetting what we learn in the process and and what we will keep and what we're gonna take back for what we had before and i guess uh we will appreciate more what we have what we're getting now uh staying healthy alive and and working it's, it's something that I mean, at least we have to be thankful for, and and yes, we we're very happy to to have a good service and and a few tables, a few reservations, and the smile. It's always be genuine. It's coming back, brother. It's coming back, and it's coming and, I'm, back, yeah. and I'm and I'm super and I'm super fucking happy to see you stuck it out. You know, I visited you in the middle, and and you guys you guys stuck it out, and you've been doing the right thing. And as always, I'm waiting for your name on the on the 50 best list at least maybe we'll get you on the 50 best dishwashers list but i i really uh yeah, man. <laughs> i really i really appreciate you brother thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and um i'll put all your links and shit in the show note and and hopefully Thanks. i see you in person soon come down to the coast and visit me no i i will i will i definitely we have to step uh to, to the coast uh soon and then let me know when, when you're back into into town and and then yeah of course it'll be a pleasure uh kicking Sick. I'm going to clip this thing real quick. Stick around for two seconds here, brother. But uh, again. Here, there, or in Baja, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the time, Travis. Thank you for, 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 the, for the talk. And it was really nice to see you, man. And please say hi to, to familia and the baby. For sure, brother. Super good to see you. Talk soon, brother. Well, man. Take care. All right. Later, buddy. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye.